A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As soon as Jesus and his disciples left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told Jesus about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown, they brought to Jesus all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered around the door, and he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, Jesus got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And Jesus went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. The Gospel of the Lord. In Mark's Gospel, Jesus, the beloved Son of God, begins his public ministry with healing. Last Sunday in the synagogue at Capernaum, Jesus encountered a man with an unclean spirit, and next Sunday, a leper. After leaving the synagogue, Jesus enters the house of Simon and Andrew. At once, they tell Jesus about Simon's mother-in-law, who is in bed with a fever. We know this experience. People are constantly checking our temperatures, listening for a cough, a loss of taste and smell. Is this it? Job gives voice to the misery of human life. Life is like hard servitude, full of disappointment and toil. Job spends his nights as a sick man who tosses back and forth on his bed and wishes for morning, because the night is endless. His nights and days are empty and without hope. By reading Job next to Mark, we begin to grasp the extent of the salvation that is happening here. The world is, in fact, alienated from itself and without hope. But with Jesus... The state of things comes back to plumb. People sink into rest. The evening and the morning are no longer full of disappointment, but are overflowing with messianic salvation. Jesus is restoring people within their social networks. He is gathering rather than excluding. After the fever left Simon's mother-in-law, Mark tells us, she began to serve them. 
Jesus' touch becomes a transfusion, his life flowing into hers. In loving the person at the hidden center of the sickness, he lifts her up. The fever leaves and service begins. God's service to her becomes her service to others. The Greek word for service is diakonia, from which we get the word deacon. She was then able to resume her ministry within the church. The woman never speaks, and in this way she is like the women at the end of the gospel who go to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body. They find the tomb empty, except for a young man dressed in white inside the tomb. He said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. That's where the Gospel of Mark ends. No one sees the resurrected Jesus at the end of the Gospel, and the women, in their fear, say nothing to anyone. In leaving the story open-ended, Mark is telling us how to find Jesus. He is going ahead of you to Galilee, the place where the story began. So we go back to the beginning. And as we read Mark again, we see a pattern in the stories in the gospel and then find the same pattern in our own lives. The pattern starts in today's reading. Simon's mother-in-law is sick in bed. The narrator tells us he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. It's the same word Mark uses for the resurrection. And then the fever left her. In Mark chapter 5, there is a story where the little girl is desperately ill at the point of death. While Jesus is on his way to her, a message comes that the girl has died. In spite of this news, Jesus continues his journey, and when he arrived at the house, he went in, took the child by the hand, and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, Little girl, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. In Mark chapter 9, there is a boy who has a spirit that renders him unable to speak. They brought the boy to Jesus, who commands the spirit to leave. After crying out and convulsing him terribly, the spirit came out, and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he was able to stand. Do you hear the pattern? Resurrection is happening in the gospel, not at the end. 
Ram Das, an American spiritual teacher in the Hindu tradition who suffered a debilitating stroke in 1997, makes this distinction between healing and curing. While cures aim at returning our bodies to what they were in the past, healing uses what is present to move us more deeply to soul awareness and, in some cases, physical improvement. Healing is initiated in the sickness. It does not wait for cure to arrive. In fact, in some illness literature, patients report a greater sense of being alive and in communion with others when they were sick. In this Sabbath day in Capernaum, from synagogue to house to the door of the house, Jesus encounters people in need of healing. At sundown, when the Sabbath is over, the whole town comes to Jesus for healing. This Sabbath work of restoring people is God's work of recreation. The following morning, Mark continues, while it was still very dark, Jesus got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. Do you hear the description of the resurrection? In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up. He has been raised. And as we noted earlier, first the women, and then Peter and the other disciples will go to Galilee to meet Jesus. Mark continues, And Simon and his companions hunted for him, and when they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. But Jesus is always going ahead of us. Let us go on to the neighboring town, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. Jesus went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons.